Okay, let's start with a question. How many of us went to business school when we started up in business? I expect there won't be a particularly large show of hands. No, and that's because most of us decided to go into business just doing something that we love or maybe something that we're really good at doing. It's usually a little way down the line that we start to reflect on not actually gaining a grounding in the useful things like sales, marketing, finance and operations. Yeah, and that's when it all starts to feel, well, a bit difficult. I'm Nikki. I've been running businesses since 2004 and I'm the founder of The Growth Community, which is a place where businesses come to network and support each other's business success. And I'm James and I started my business back in 2020, helping businesses, brands and organisations to unlock the power of podcasting, basically using audio as a way to market and grow their business. Well, in our line of work, we both meet a lot of businesses and we're constantly learning new things from being around them. Every day literally is a business school day. So we thought, why not grab some of this good stuff and turn it into a podcast? So please take your seats. Class is about to start. Welcome, class. No, no special guests to introduce because this episode is talking about something that you know all about. Yes, networking. So we're talking networking. But what we're not talking is this is not going to be the standard like, here's how to do networking well. Here's what you should think about before you decide which network to join, right? There's, there's a ton of stuff out there. Uh, yeah, that and talks we could about go those. on forever and ever and ever. It's such a wide subject, isn't it? Absolutely. So way back when, when we were thinking, yeah, we're doing a podcast, we need to do an episode about networking. <laughs> uh, and we thought, what's the bit that gets a, a little bit neglected? And we got chatting, didn't we, about this idea of, okay, so you join a network and you go to your meetings and you do this or what, however, you know, whether it's online, whether it's in person, whatever it looks like. But actually... So much of the magic of networking is about following up, isn't it? It's about the conversations you have with people afterwards. Yeah. And a lot of people probably get that bit wrong, maybe aren't that great at doing that bit. Uh, So that's what we're going to focus on Mm. is how to follow up from whatever kind of networking you do yeah because it doesn't matter what networking you do and and you know uh, some people some you know i was actually chatting someone the other day who had kind of written off the whole after work glass of wine and a sandwich networking and there's nothing wrong with that kind of networking it's what you do with it afterwards that makes the difference because all networking is good chatting to someone on a train platform it's all networking all networking is good but it's really important that you understand it to be a marketing activity not a sales activity but a marketing activity and if you are doing a marketing activity it is the whole point of marketing is to whet the appetite of the people that you ultimately want to either sell to or you know you want to work with or whatever the the reason is so it makes sense that there has to be a follow-up because you don't just market randomly to people. There has to be a process that sort of reels them in effectively. Um, so it, treating networking like a marketing activity helps you, I think, to understand the next steps a little bit more rather than seeing it as I need to give you my business card and we need to do business because we all know that isn't what networking is about. You know, there are still some people out there on the circuit who behave like that, but I think for the most part these days 
people understand that there's there is next steps. Yep. There's a process. So I mean, I I, I still sometimes will uh, maybe book myself on to, or I get invited to go to a, a, a networking meeting, and I know I've got no intention of probably joining it because I just don't really have the time. But I think you know what well, I'll go. What I what I do is a little bit niche. There's never any harm in me just going, having yeah. people that say this is what I do, and if someone says, oh yeah, I'd really like to chat to you, then great. Now that's that's something a little bit different because what we're talking about here ultimately is the distinction between networking and building relationships. Yeah. For me, uh, networking is very much about building those relationships. It's about people getting to really understand me and who I am and what I do, uh, because so much of my business is is, is referral yeah. led. Um, and there'll be a lot of people out there that it's similar. Now, of course, that's a two-way process. You need to get to know other people as yeah. well. And that doesn't come from, um, you know, 30 seconds round the room, 60 seconds round the room. No. Um, it comes from the conversations that you have afterwards, doesn't it? I always think um, that sometimes in the networking process that we forget that we're dealing with human beings. Sometimes, particularly, you know, in a business-to-business environment, it's really easy to slip into, you know, I'm business A and you're business B and we need to work together. But they forget that you are not a business, you're a person, you're a human being who you need to you know there needs to be there needs to be some sort of interaction in with a human being before business a and business b can technically work together and and i always kind of um try and use that kind of analogy if you if you imagine someone you meet at a networking event is basically behind them they've got all this like little corridor of doors if you want you know they and those doors might have you know, different types of value behind them. There might be, you know, a quick introduction or there might be, you know, a juicy referral or there might be new place and a new place to go to open some more doors. If you imagine all those doors are there, how are you going to get that person to open those doors for you? You're not just going to march up and say, you know, hi, I'm Nikki Thomas. Can you open your door? There has to be a process where you've got to get to know that person well enough that they want to open a door for you. And as you build that process, you're going to, op- they're going to want to open different types of doors for you. So while they don't know you that well and you're just getting to know each other and maybe you've had a conversation about how much like cat videos they might open up door one which might be an introduction to somebody or it might be an invite to another event and or whatever and as you get to know that human being better and they get to know you and they get to know what you stand for and they get to know how you work and they get to know the important things about you and uh, you know about how reliable you are and how professional you are and all that kind of stuff they'll start to open the more valuable doors to you and I think if you see it like that, you understand that actually there is a person there and you have to get to know that person well before they're going to want to you know give something back to you and that means you have to give to that person too and I think sometimes people are in a rush to go here's what I do in business and here's what you do in business and they kind of only get to door one and (laughs) and they kind of miss the point that if we get to know each other better those doors there's lots of them and they're going to keep opening forever and ever and ever because we built a relationship as people not as businesses so if I suddenly decide to go off and become a garden designer 
rather than someone who runs a networking organization it doesn't matter because you know me you know what I stand for you know how professional I am you know how hard I work you know how much I take care of people so it doesn't matter what I'm doing all you've got to do is learn my business and we're back to referring each other again so I think sometimes it's it's understanding that concept that there's a person in there a human that we need to build a relationship with and it's not always just about the business to business bit Let's let's go into that in a little bit more of a practical sense. So, if we say, "All right, you know, um, uh, we we get that now, we understand, and yet yeah, agreed that it is about building more of a relationship, getting to know someone um, better." There's there's still good ways and bad ways of of, of doing that from a practical point of view, isn't there? Because uh, you get people that. We'll, we'll, we'll go to a, a networking meeting and say, right, I want to chat with everyone. I want to follow up with everyone. That's just not possible. How, how do you do this? How do you tackle this idea of taking a room with maybe 20 people there? How, how do you do that then in terms of who, who to follow up with, how to do that? I think it depends on the room. So if you go into a busy room, like an open networking room, or like you say, there's 20, 30, 40, 50 people in there, you aren't going to be able to work that room. You can't work. You can work the room. You could go around, but actually you're not working the room. I always go with the intention of have of, of coming away with between one and three conversations with people I've met in that room. And you know, some of those conversations might not go anywhere and some of them might. But I think if you manage that expectation of only planning to talk to between one and three people, you can have a nice conversation with them and you can start to see whether there's a next conversation to be had. Because actually that's the really important thing here. Building a relationship is a journey. It isn't one, one-to-one. It's lots of different conversations. And I think... Um, networking whether we like to believe it or not is a very contrived activity so everything about it is contrived what we need to do in order to build the relationships is to find the non-contrived things that we can do you know in a, if you were in an office you'd have these water cooler moments where you just go and make a coffee or go and get a drink of water when you got chatting to people we don't really do that very easily in networking because it is it's a deliberate thing that we're trying to create with networking so if you can find ways off the back of those one-to-ones to, you know, go to another event together or, you know, um, just uh, invite each other along to something or find moments where we can just talk as humans, not too businessy, then it, it helps to develop that relationship. Now, the opposite of that is if you are in a structured networking group mm. where maybe you've got 15 or 20 members, um, you do need to talk to all those people. Um, because you need to get to know everyone in your group if you're going to be able to help each other. But you're probably also going to find that there's going to be a handful of people who you perhaps resonate with more. Yeah. So it's a case of prioritizing the people that you need to talk to first and and, and make and, and doing more than just having a one-to-one with them. You know, what else can you do? Where can you go? What can you help each other? Can you connect on your marketing? Could you do a blog together? Could you do a podcast together? You know, what can you do together to find new ways to just forge that relationship sometimes just making an introduction to somebody inviting them along somewhere there's lots of different things you can do to find those non-contrived moments you will need to ultimately get to know everybody in, in your structured networking group but don't be in a rush to just rush rounding a one-to-one with everybody because actually you haven't really achieved anything from that 
I um I, I know someone who has a, a separate networking book. This is literally an A4 book that they keep. And every time that they have any kind of conversation with anyone, they make loads of notes about them and they'll go back through it. And, you know, every religiously, every, I don't know, two, three months, they go back to that person and they'll be like, how did that thing go that you said you were going to be doing? And do you want to have another catch up and they're incredibly organized yeah i've got a huge amount of respect for for that and i i i tried to do something similar using a google sheet didn't quite <laughs> didn't quite work i'm still i'm still working on a, a technique for and it's hard when you keep meeting lots of people isn't it i mean that yeah. is very that's, that's, a, that's a very organized and, and and very admirable thing to do. do do you need to do something like that though do you think do, do you need some way in which you i guess in so, some way of of like documenting or just some way that you can keep tabs on these relationships? Well, I suppose the other argument for that is that how many relationships can you actually have? Because technically, I think scientifically, 12 is the magic number of proper relationships that we can handle. So the reality is, yeah, you, you can, you know, if you're organized enough to keep tabs on, hundreds on hundreds of people and go back round them then you know that that that's great if that works for you personally you tend to find that there's a set number you know it's not always about quantity it's about the quality so five really well developed relationships where you have gone right through the process where you really know each other you really trust each other you know each other's business inside out and you make sure that every sort of six to 12 weeks you are updating each other on what you're trying to achieve can actually be way more powerful than trying to spread yourself across all these people now that said and you know it's quite nice sometimes just to actually just check in on people for no agenda but just to kind of go oh hi we're not speaking for six months how are you how, how are you getting on you don't need to be able to go oh yes i remember it was such and such if you can do that that's great but you know for for as lesser mortals i think sometimes that's not necessarily something we're like <laughs> good at we've got busy lives and kids and everything else going on it's not always practical there's nothing wrong with doing that i think it's an amazing scheme but i i think for a lot of it, that's possibly more than we've got time to do. Overkill. One of the biggest parts, I guess, of, of following up and building relationships is one to ones, and uh, you know something we've 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 talked about already. Um, but there's good one to ones and there's bad one to ones, and everyone has a slightly different way in which they go into to one to ones. I've had a couple in the past with people who, right from the start, have laid out right. This is what I'd like to talk to you about, and this is what I'd like us to have, have discussed and achieved by the end of this call. It's very, it's very. <laughs> it feels very much like you're going into a meeting. Yeah. And uh, I've had ones with people where it's just been a, a chat. We've barely touched on business. We've yeah. just been getting to know each other. Mm. Two very different extremes there which not, i'm not sure which if a, um i mean i prefer the latter generally speaking it, it, it depends what it's for because sometimes you know if, if 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 there's someone that says i think i could really do with your services can we have a one-to-one -one? Mm. and we do and we just talk about football for half an hour at the end of it i kind of think well that, that, was a bit, yeah. that, that wasn't really what it was supposed to be i'm quite happy to sit and talk about mm. football um if anyone wants to have a one-to-one -one about eurovision drop me a line via the website <laughs> yeah. details in the show notes um but uh, you know, uh, specifically thinking about those where there is a, a particular 
thing that you do need to discuss and, 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 and talk about. If it's something with someone that I think, all right, this is the first meeting in what hopefully is going to become someone that I'm going to get to know and stuff. Yeah. Like um, I, I'm quite happy for it just to be a, a, a chat. And I think that's what, I think that's what I'm quite good at doing is just yeah. chatting to people, get to know them, ask them a few questions. I'll tell them a bit about me. I'll probably overshare a little bit on some things, but that that's kind of how you then suss out whether or not that's someone that you're going to be quite closely aligned to yeah. or someone that you think it's not yeah. that you don't get on with them. They're just not going to be one of your really close allies. They'll still, still be someone that you might help and stuff, but you're not going to be in a rush to kind of think, well, let's have another chat in in a month's time yeah. might be, well, we'll probably catch up again in six months or something, something like that. So I, I kind of see it as being something that needs to be a little bit fluid, mm. but if you don't think about it in advance, half an hour goes by and you've just wasted that, that, that opportunity. You've got to think, right, what kind of follow-up is this? Yeah. Um, is it with a particular purpose in mind? Is it just a getting to know each other a little bit better? Is it a cementing a relationship with someone? Is it a, we've not spoke for three months, let, you know, tell me how your kids are, what what happened with such and such, what have you got going on? Yeah. Is there anything I can help you with? Just, you know, the way that people approach these things can be quite different. And, and there's this kind of almost this standoff situation, which is who should take charge of deciding? <laughs> yeah. Is that something you should email each other about beforehand? And just, but, say, can I ask, what kind of one-to-one are you expecting yeah. out of? <laughs> Because that's, that's quite awkward as well, isn't know. it? It's just, yeah. you know, some, sometimes it does just fall into place. And then sometimes you might sit and chat to someone for 25 minutes and then they go, oh, I'd like to ask you about your services because I think I might want to do some business with you. And you think, well, I've got another call in five minutes. Yeah, yeah we've, we've wasted this. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point, actually. I think, you know, there are certainly um, when you are wandering around networking and you're bumping into guests and stuff and they hear what you've got to say and they gen- and they genuinely ask you for a conversation about your services, then, you know, apart from maybe a bit of, getting to know each other a little bit at the front, you, they, they've made it clear they want to know about your services. So maybe that is where you have to start with that conversation. Maybe another conversation comes later where you get to know each other better. Or maybe you just don't build that kind of relationship. They just want to be a client. Might not happen the same. I like to go into all one-to-ones with at least a sense of purpose. So regardless of where it ends up you know if it's me if it's talking about our favorite holidays or what our kids get up to or whatever it is um I always like to try and just sort of bring it round so if it's a half an hour call or an hour call whatever you've chosen to do I always make sure near the end that I'm starting to kind of say you know well what about so you know if you've had a if you've had a conversation with someone and you, you thought don't really know where this is going can't really see us doing anything you might just kind of leave it at that um for the most part i would say nearly everybody i speak to there are, there are a few people here and there but nearly everyone i speak to i always can see something i can do next with them so if that's you know booking in another conversation with them or it's inviting them along to something else i'm doing or if i'm going to be somewhere else and it's in their vicinity i might suggest that we we meet up you know if i'm going there let's have a glass of wine there or if it's something more specific where i think actually you know what you're doing uh, what you're writing that blog on i could perhaps add some value to that what do you think about you know is sharing on something like that or um but i always try to think of something that's next 
text, you know, even if that's just another conversation or something else we can do together. Or if they know someone who might be of interest to come along to one of my meetings. But always, I've always tried to bring it round to something. So there's just something to hang on to and there's another possibility to have a conversation. And if you can take it into a place where it's a bit more social or a bit more you know focused on the you know that relationship building thing then that's good or it might be that you know like you say we've got to the end had a really nice chat and then you've kind of gone actually I'm quite interested in what you do can we now have a business conversation and then we'd book that back in again so I think it's I think it's a good practice to while you're having the call to think what do I want to get out of this next if anything um and what could I do to enable that and I just uh, you know even if it's just I decide to make an introduction yep uh it's something that's just kept that hook in I'd bowl in a few thoughts so um, I think preparation for any kind of one-to-one or for most one-to-ones is really, really value valuable. Um, and what I mean by that is just taking a few minutes at the start of the day to just think, right, what meetings have I got today? If you've got a first initial meeting with someone, you know, some people like to call them fact-finding calls, whatever you, whatever you call it, an initial chat with someone, you don't really know where that's going to go. Then even if it's just take five minutes, just have a look at their LinkedIn profile, see what they've been up to. You might find a thread of something that you think, oh, this is interesting. I'll ask them, ask them, about, ask them about that. So just doing a little bit of prep rather than literally just click start zoom uh, and then you're like where did where did we meet again when did did, (laughs) you know you 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 will get more out of it by doing a little bit of prep yeah my fallback in anything uh, and and this happens where you're chatting to someone and within a few minutes you realize there's a real lack of chemistry there Mm. you don't think this is going to go on to be a great relationship no. you might you might quite actively disagree with what someone said quite early <laughs> in the call or for whatever reason you know they might have a turn know, them off a, a, a nazi flag on the wall <laughs> behind them on their zoom background which would be a very foolish thing but you know something where you just uh, very quickly realize look we're not we're not in tune but you can't just say look i'm going to end this call now <laughs> you know my fallback is always just say look is there anything i can help you with right now yeah. and i always think that's that's really useful because you don't necessarily need to get on brilliantly with someone if they say, oh, I'm looking for a such and such. And you go, oh, yeah, well, actually, I can help you with that. I know someone mm. that does that. Um, or uh, something else, I don't know. And then, you know, they, they will normally ask you that same question in, in reply. Yeah. And that's your opportunity to go, look, you know, I I have made peace in my mind with the fact that this is probably not going to go anywhere. But I will just say to this person, mm. this is what I do. If you ever, you know, if you come across anyone that you think is worth introducing to me, I'd really appreciate that. And you never know what comes of that. And I, I have in the past sometimes had one-to-ones where I've said to myself, look, this is not going to go anywhere. It's it's not going to be someone that I'm going to follow up with again to try and build a relationship. And you leave it. And then two months later, you get an email them from them saying, oh, I was chatting to someone the other day that I think would be a great introduction for you. And you do, and you go on and do some amazing work with that person. Yes. Or that person is someone that you do go on to build a relationship with and forge something with and they're, and they're so, just, it's just one of their doors isn't it they've yeah. opened a door for you Absolutely. And, and that's a question I always ask as well I always try to say is anything I can do to help you um, yeah. it, 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 if it's going it, if that's all you achieve by the end of it at least you've you've put some proactivity in there haven't you um, you know I think that it's really important to take the time to listen in a, in a one-to-one I, you know yeah. I, I think that's a very underused skill 
taking the time to listen um having the time to talk but then just making sure that there's something that just hooks it in and i think it's always nice i think people are quite often taken aback when you ask them something you can do to help because yeah. people don't do that enough um and yeah you're right it, it no one's one is ever wasted it somewhere there's along, no bad conversation no because Some somewhere along the line something will come of it even if it's just that they follow you on LinkedIn and tell someone about you or comment on something or whatever it is, no one-to-one is ever wasted. There is always something that comes from it. And so it might not give you your best client ever or the juiciest referral you've ever want, you've ever expected, but it something always comes from it somehow. Yeah. And, you know, don't forget, people can they, they can follow you quietly for a long time and it could be years down the line someone just reappears i had a really nice conversation with you yeah. when you offered to help me and i've just come across somebody who i think might be really useful for you and it always surprises me how long afterwards sometimes yeah. these things happen um and i think that's a really important point with networking it is a long game it's a very sustainable game if you play it well and you can you know I, I had um I had a member who joined one of my groups hadn't seen him for about seven years um wow. you know we we'd known each other quite well I'd seen him about not really to talk to didn't know he was following me on LinkedIn but he was um he'd obviously been talking to other people about me and randomly completely out of the blue seven years later oh nikki i'm decided i'm going to come back to networking now which one of my group which one of your groups shall i join and that was that yeah N there was nothing i didn't need to do anything he was there we'd had a conversation we'd built a bit of a relationship but he had been following me for quite a long time watching what i did watching how i behaved talking to other people and it just goes to show the you know the networking is a very sustainable activity and we sometimes underestimate how long it might be before it comes back to you but it does it just keeps coming um I'm, I'm kind of repeating what I said a minute ago here, but um, just picking up on what you said there about the value of listening and asking questions. Mm. That thing about just, you know, just go and have a look at someone's LinkedIn. Uh, and and um, it's useful for so many different different reasons. This that You know, I, I've, I've gone and looked at people's profiles before I've had a chat with them and seen that they were on holiday a couple of weeks ago. So my first question to them will always be, uh, how's, how are the post-holiday blues then? And did you have a good time? <laughs> and sometimes people will meet that with quite an uncomfortable answer and, and will be like, it was fine. And, and that helps me quite quickly realise this is probably not someone that I'm going to have a huge amount in common about. Yeah. Because if someone asked me, I mean, I posted on, on my LinkedIn last week to say that I was at Eurovision. Yep. If I have a one-to-one -one with someone this week who says, tell me about Eurovision, how yeah. was it? <laughs> then I'm going to be you know, blown away yeah. by that because yeah. you know, they've just taken that little bit of um, time. And and that for me would be someone that I think this is this this could well be someone that I can go on yeah. to build a, a relationship with. And so sometimes asking those questions will help you figure out who someone is and what kind of a person that they mm. that they are. And that sounds like I'm saying that quite accusationally. And it's not. There's different kinds of people in the world. There's different kinds of people in the business world. Yeah. You're not going to get on brilliantly with everyone. No. doesn't mean that they become bad conversations. 
conditions, but it just helps you figure out whether or not this is, you know, what compartment that person fits in, whether or not, yeah, this is someone we've got a heck of a lot in common. I want to make sure that I stay in touch with them. I've got some some people who I've never met um, in person um, who passing conversations on online networking two, three years ago, but I thought oh, I, I like them. There's something about them that yeah. I like. And we still even now have one-to-ones every three, four months, just keep in touch. Never, yeah. There's never been any work yeah. from it. We've maybe passed a couple of people in mm-hmm. each other's directions, but they might not have converted. But it doesn't matter. It's a, it's a relationship. And it doesn't even necessarily need some work to ever have come from that. Because no. sometimes I've had that chat with the person and they go, how are you doing at the moment? I'll go, oh, do you know what? It's just everyone's cancelling the stuff that we've got booked in and this isn't happening and that's not happening and I don't know if I can pay the bills this month. Mm. You just just It just becomes someone that you can be honest with yeah. and just sound off a little bit. You know, that's when we talk about relationships in networking and, 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 and the importance of this following up. It's not necessarily just about selling, selling, selling. No. It's about support. It's about you know, a version of friendship. These don't need to become your best mates, no. but there's a business version of friendship that's different oh, to the absolutely. mates that you go to the pub absolutely. with, but it's no less valuable. No, and when I when I was coming up with the concept of the growth community, I drew this spider diagram over and over and over until I, like, everyone got really fed up with it, but it was my way of processing what I wanted the growth community to be about. Um, and for me, networking is about growth, but it's not just about growth of your sales. Yes, it will grow your business ultimately. You know, that's why most people put their feet over the doorstep. They want to grow their business. But actually, the growth you get from being in a networking environment is you, you know, you grow your confidence, you grow your personal development, you grow a, a, a business family, you know, these business friends that those people are so important around you because, you know, as, as we... You know, as we talk about, uh, you know, and we'll be talking about a lot during these episodes is that business is, a, is, is not for everybody. It's not easy. It, you know, actually, if you're not having at least one day a month where you want to throw the towel in or go and get a job in Sainsbury's, um, you're not doing it right because that is what business is. It's a roller coaster. It has big highs and big lows. And you need to have people around you to support you through that because, you've got to be a little bit mad to want to do this to yourself and your family and friends don't get it. If they're not business owners, they don't get it. They naturally want to protect you. And, and the way that they do that is, Oh, don't do this business thing. It's really upsetting you, you know, go and get a job. Um, but if you want to keep doing this business thing, you need these people around you. They will support you. They'll pass on their knowledge. They'll share their ideas. They'll, you know, they'll do a happy dance around the room when things are good with you. And they'll, they'll be a shoulder to cry on when it's, when it's rubbish. Um, so you, you know, you, and those people, they have suppliers, they have, they have you know potential referrals they that they, they can grow you in so many different ways and they're passing on all that stuff you need to grow your business so you know networking provides this amazing kind of foundation of, of all the things you need to grow your business not just get referrals for it it's not a sales activity but um knowing you've got those people around you you've built those relationships with and there'll be lots of people who are very subtle gray areas yeah you'll have the people who you are absolutely massive friends with and then there'll be many subtle shades that come down from that but there'll be people in that gray area who could potentially become those people 
who are, you know, on your big three list, the people that you are going to yeah. be working with all the time. And it's just about everyone constantly going on a journey and that people will be different parts of the journey with you as you're going along. Um, but all of them have that potential to help you be be successful. You just, you've just got to kind of get on the, get on the, you know, get on the bus and ride along with them, really. You know how this podcast works. We always set people some kind of, homework mm. um which is for anyone that that's kind of listened to this and is quite in tune with it and thought mm, yeah this resonates with me it's kind of here's what to do next so um what are you going to set as homework for um anyone that has listened to this and thought hmm, yes so i'm going to set two types of homework which will be aimed at some people who are much more um, maybe a, bit, a lot more experience in the networking and for people who are maybe not as experienced and just in the okay. early days. So for those people who are just kind of in the early days or feel like they're not getting a great deal from the networking at the moment, um, your homework is to go away and make sure that you are choosing two or three people from every networking event you go to to have a conversation with and I want to make I want you to think about what you're going to do in terms of purpose at the end of it so make sure that at the end of every call you are you you've put something else in place so another conversation another uh, event to go to or another phone call or another meet up for a coffee or whatever it is, but put something in place that you're going to do something else with them. Make sure you sure. do that after every one of them. For those people who are a bit more experienced and down, down the road and have got a network already and I've got lots of people in that network, go away and have a look at those people. Who would you trust implicitly with your customers? So who would you happily, you know, recommend to your customers, the people that, you, that pay you, the people you really care about, who would you trust with your customers? Who feels the same way about you? Um, think about who those people are. There won't be many of them yet. So there might be two or three people. And then approach those people and say, look, we're in a really good place with each other. We are really doing great things together. It doesn't matter who they are, what they do either. They don't have to be synergistic to your business. But a, set a date to have a conversation with them about how you can support each other in terms of recommendations or introductions over the next six to eight weeks and have a little plan in place that you're going to help each other what you're going to do to help each other and then set a date to come back and do it again and start to get into a spiral with those people because those people are your gold dust those people can absolutely recommend you but they need to know what you need they need to know who you need to talk to they need to know what you need in terms of the next stage in your business so make sure you're educating them so and look at who's coming up the up who's coming up the ladder who's not quite in that place yet what do you need to do to get those people in that place and anyone that wants to find out more about the growth community how should they do that well, you can find me on LinkedIn. I'm reasonably noisy on there. So come and follow me, come and connect with me and engage in my posts. And if you would like to just come and try out some relaxed, but very purposeful networking, you are very welcome and you'll get a very warm welcome to come along to any of our meetings. And you can visit the website at thegrowthcommunity.co.uk. You can book on, come visit us, come find out what it's like, and you will be guaranteed to walk away with some onward conversations because that is part of our agenda. 
slight warning at this stage is that what might happen further down the line is that you get roped into a podcast episode with us. So that's if, the well, downside. You may to, well, yeah. To this. <laughs> Um, it's been good to chat. I mean, there's been some really interesting thoughts, ideas that's that's come up through the course of this. So won't be the final chat that we have no, on networking. Not. There'll be no. plenty more as we go, uh, but we'll wrap it up for now. Um, good to chat. Thanks for your time. Yeah, it's been really good. Thank you. Well, thank you for your attendance today. I hope you've learned something new. Every day is a business school day after all. If you'd like to contact us or perhaps put yourself forward as a future guest, find either Nikki or myself on LinkedIn, or you can drop us a line using the links in the show notes. Right, school is out. Please wait for the bell before you leave.